0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Season 2 of East Baseball on the Mic. I'm your host, Hope Shortridge, back with another episode. Joining me on today's episode is senior Garrett Springer. Hey, how's it going? And class of 2023 graduate and UNO freshman Harrison Beaster.
1: Thanks for having me, Hope.
0: Thank you both for joining me today.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Before we jump right into the episode, let's reflect on the year of baseball that the Spartans and the Rugs had. In the spring, Lincoln East brought home its first state title in school history and the first in Lincoln since 1977. The Rugs were the runner up at the American Legion World Series in Shelby, North Carolina. From the spring and summer combined, the Spartans and Rugs were 84 and 16 in a six month time span. As you reflect on the spring and the year in general, what made that team and that group of guys so special?
1: You know, I'll start out with all the coaching. Uh, the coaching we had through the spring and summer ball was very special to me. You know, I, I joined here as a freshman, same coaching as I ended with a senior. It was, it was awesome to have a coach like Wanek, who coached me from freshman to senior year. What made it special for me. And then having uh, the players and teammates that I had, like Garrett, who's to the right of me right now, and um, just all the friends that came along with it through my four years just really
2: made that season special from the start I mean I think what made this team so special was the culture that Harrison's class and the classes before him created the culture of winning like we all wanted to try our hardest and play for each other and I think when you get a bond that tight between a bunch of guys it's pretty pretty special and I think that's what kind of propelled us throughout the whole year and Playing for each other, I think, is the biggest thing. Like Lonnie always says, it's not because of me we won. It was because of the players. Like he didn't do anything to play in the game, you know. And I think that always is pretty, pretty special to me. And I hold that close to my heart because as much as Lonnie can do, you can, you know, you lead a horse to water, you can't make a drink. You know, our players really, really yep. showed out.
1: Lonick wanted to fly. Players built an airplane. <laughs> That's how it
2: goes.
0: There we go. Going into the spring season, people weren't really expecting to see Lincoln East at the top or near the top of the leaderboard. As a team, how did you use that to motivate you?
2: There was never really a question or doubt in our heads like those, those things really don't matter to us, you know. It was just continue to fight, continue to play baseball the next day. It was just kind of scratching away each and every day really is kind of toward the end of the season. It was uh, live to see the next day, live to see the next at bat, live to see the next pitch. I think especially in the championship game, that was kind of the mindset we had. I don't know about you, Harry, but it was yeah. more like, you know, if we, if we can get on this this guy, get on, you know, then we can have our six, like six hitter come up and see what he can do. And then if he gets on, you know, we can have this kid come up and see what he can do. Right, and that was probably the best part about our team, one through nine. Everyone could hit.
0: Turning now to summer baseball. Just three or so days after the spring season finished with a state championship victory, summer baseball started talk about what that turnaround was like and how the first part of that summer season
1: felt well after getting that police escort home after winning the state championship that turnaround was actually pretty nice you know um, from a loose team who played loose in the spring to even a looser team in the summer really made it a fun (laughs) summer for me you know i've had past summer baseballs but my senior one had to be one of the funnest it was a it was amazing experience Um, but to do that turnaround you know, it was. It did take me a couple games to get locked back in, but once I did, I found my rhythm, and I'm pretty sure the rest of the team did as well as we kept our same flow. And, you know, Lincoln did what Lincoln East
2: does, is that ju- that's just winning baseball games right there. I mean, the turnaround was really short. Like, everyone knows that. Um, yeah, those three days, Lana gave us to rest, and um, I can speak for probably over half the team that every single one of us were in the batting cages <laughs> right away. I mean, it was like there was no off days And that continued, like, there's no question in our dedication. Yeah, it's just like, we all knew what we wanted. I don't think we knew the magnitude of what we were going to do at the time. Um, I think that that was just something, I mean, completely special about our team. But we had no idea what was in store for us. But we just kept grinding, kept our nose down, and kept playing. I mean, even though we lost some games. Sometimes baseball is baseball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Before we talk about regionals and nationals, what are some memories that stick out from the earlier part of the summer?
2: Me and Harrison went everywhere together. Like, we all kind of carpooled everywhere together, um, saving gas as much as we could, honestly. Yeah. Spending time with, like, Harrison and Tanner, and, you know, I, I could list every single kid in our lineup. I mean, driving to the games, driving back from the games, those are kind of when you grow together as a uh, family. And just another memory that will stick with
1: me along with the family thing it's just like those summer practices day or night at hard talk and we were just blasting country music we were <laughs> we wearing <hitting> tank tops <laughs> <laughs> All wearing tank tops just blasting country music hitting baseballs there's nothing better than that
0: as i understand it at some point in the postseason you were each given some per dm money tell me about this when did it begin how much was it was it nice to have what'd you do with it etc
1: well I'll start with this. Uh for some reason the fast food places in South Dakota and North Carolina, there's just no Raisin Canes, there's no Chipotle. There's mm-hmm. only like Qdoba and Yeah, I'm not vibing with that. Yeah. Um but it started off what was it? Was it only twenty dollars? It was like twelve. Twelve. it was twelve dollars in South Dakota. And then as we progressed to North Carolina it increased.
2: Yeah, but that's twelve dollars a day. Like that for is your whole $12. meals yep. for the whole day. Like we I mean, I don't know about you, but my my body after a while, like eating, you know, you go for the cheapest food, right? Like you want to save your money as much as you can. You're right. And, you know, getting fast food, like we'd get McDonald's and my body just kind of felt like gross. I just felt like yep. not prepared. Mm-hmm. And so then we'd end up spending a lot more on Kudova. You know, Panera, something nice. We stopped by a pizza joint. That was really good. That was really fun. I had a nice uh, pizza with Brink that I'll always remember. Um, I just remember that talk. It was nice. Yeah, and the bus driver we had was awesome. I don't remember her name, but she was great. She took us around everywhere, anywhere we needed to be.
1: Oh, yeah, and we went to those stores. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You found, like, golf clubs? Yeah,
2: yeah. We went to these a bunch of these, like, secondhand stores um, as a team. And we would, I think we we bought a bunch of golf clubs so we could play in the hotel. We bought, someone bought like a leather jacket, maybe. It was, it was me. It was you, yeah. I was yeah, like, I that thing a, was sweet.
1: It was Calvin Klein. It was nice. Yeah.
2: And I mean, but these, we went to like, uh, like five or six of these stores. Yeah. And I ended up finding some golf clubs that I ended up selling later. It was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a great time.
0: When you weren't playing in Rapid City, what memories stick out to you? Like seeing Mount Rushmore or Bear Country? Any of that stuff.
1: When I went to go see Mount Rushmore, it was downpouring. Yep, same. It was
2: dark and it raining. Was, but it was cool.
1: Uh, but one memory that stuck out with me, and I think this was in South Dakota, was the slides.
2: Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was South Dakota. Yeah, yeah the
1: slides, the terrifying slides. Um, you just had to be there to know it. But
2: <laughs> There's uh, like two water slides in our hotel. We really didn't go into the pool at all. No, we never he- swam. Um, the hotel was just full of baseball teams. It was like tons and tons of baseball teams. And Sturgis was going on. So a bunch of bikers and a bunch of baseball teams all in one hotel. We went to the hot tub quite a bit. We did cold tub. Yep. That was fun. That was fun. We <laughs> unloaded all the ice machines and put it in our bathtub. <laughs> yep. And we all took turns taking a ice bath. I think that was pretty good. But um, uh, these, these water slides were crazy. And after we had won the last game, our whole team and our whole coaching staff all went down the slides and that was just that was just a lot of fun kind of letting loose kind of being kids again you know and that's probably one of the best parts
1: about our coaching staffs is that they they'll allow us to be kids yeah they recognize that they recognize yeah. that we always pushed our hardest and they push us really hard so and then you were talking about the hot tub i remember sitting there with uh
2: cole honic and just talking about life and it was awesome you yeah know? These, i mean these coaches are great they have yeah tons of experience and tons of you yeah. know life lessons to talk to us about even not even Without baseball, it's just, they're yeah. great leaders and great great coaches. Go to Lincoln East. Couldn't say it better myself, Harrison.
0: Traveling to Shelby, North Carolina from Rapid City, South Dakota, proved to be a difficult process for the Rugs. Mm. So break down your travel days for us and what that was like.
1: We drove to Colorado? Yeah, Denver. Denver. We drove to Denver, which was like a six-hour drive, if I'm not mistaken. Six, maybe eight. We
2: ate in... Or no, we ate in Wyoming, didn't we? We stopped at Chick Fil A in Wyoming, and it was hailing, and no, it was downpouring rain. And <laughs> yeah. who was it that fell? Oh, t- Paul, Paul fell. fell. <laughs> Paul slipped and fell into a big puddle and was soaking wet the rest of the trip. Yep, <laughs>
1: that was that was really cool. And then we filled out these like ESPN sheets for them asking us questions to air, yeah, which was a pretty cool experience, honestly. But uh, yeah, just a lot of bus travel, a lot of little games that we played before. But yeah, it was just a. <laughs> Just a long day. I'm pretty sure we were in there for, what, 21 In the bus? No. Well, like,
2: just traveling.
1: Yeah. So it Shelby. Was, man, it was yeah. it was a lot. So,
0: so what happened after you made it to Denver? I know there were some plane issues that caused you to oh, be at yeah. the airport
2: oh, for a while. Oh, my goodness. So, man. well, before we even got on the plane, we were at this hotel. And this hotel was nice, but it was in the middle of nowhere. And then the next morning... Also, very early morning. Like, we didn't get much sleep. No. (laughs) No It was very, like, get up and go. And CJ, Carter, Mick, and Tanner were... Sleeping. Sleeping as we were all in the lobby with three other teams waiting to get our bus. And (laughs) we were waiting there for, I think, two or three hours as they were late, very late, to pick us up. And they were still sleeping. (laughs) But we ended up getting them up, and they were all pretty grouchy. And then the flight,
1: um, we took off. And then Garrett and I were sitting next to each other. Garrett, I, and Owen... Uh, we're sitting next to each other on the plane. I know I'm asleep. I think Garrett is too. Mm. And then uh, I think it was Tanner. Maybe yeah it was, it was Luke. This, it was Luke. Yeah. He's like shaking our seats. He's like, Hey man, we're going back. And I'm like, No, we're not. Yeah, I
2: I, I remember <laughs> punching Luke so hard. I'm so sorry, Luke. Like, I got I remember just oh man, I was so mad. Yeah, but we had to turn around and then we were there for another few hours.
1: Why did you have to turn around? There was some safety equipment that wasn't on the plane that was apparently required.
2: Um, yeah, I don't remember quite what it was. I don't
1: remember specifically what it was just because I was mad, but <laughs> yeah. yeah we, I wasn't really listening to anything that they were saying. Mm-mm, but no, we had to land back. And then once we finally got to Shelby, we had a orientation. At 1 in the morning? At 1 in the morning, and I've never done the Nash- national anthem at 1 in the morning
2: before, but it happened two days in a row at Shelby. We hadn't even checked in our hotel. We had all of our bags laying out, <laughs> and we arrived with, three or four other teams, right? Yeah. We all got in the same, like, airport at the same time. All went to the baggage claim at the same time, including all the other passengers of all the other planes. And the airport was under construction, so there was only one baggage claim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there was, like, I probably 200, 300 people standing around this, and we're all just so tired, so beat from a long day of travel. Yeah, and then we, we didn't even check into the hotel. They put us on a bus, all of us on a bus, every single team. They gave us I think they gave us some snacks though. So they that gave was us good. Some that was a good pick me up. Yeah. But yeah, Harrison said it. We just went right to this orientation. Um and it wasn't we landed in Charlotte and and I think Shelby's like a forty five minute drive. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't it was like we had some time and we kinda got to know our, our host family. Mm-hmm. Um he was great. He was awesome. Um we kinda talked to him a little bit, but kinda learned a little bit about Shelby.
1: But it was all fun.
2: Yeah.
0: So once you finally made it to Shelby, what was your first impression of the town?
1: Well, like we said before, the first impression it was pitch blackout, and we went to the orientation in a, in a mall that has carpet. But the next day comes around, and it's honestly really cool because it's a whole town supporting this one thing—the uh, American Legion World Series. You know, you, you go down to a restaurant, you see posters of it on the wall. Um, they're all
2: wearing the American Legion World Series. They're shirts. all wearing
1: the American Legion World Series shirts. You go anywhere, they ask you what team, where you're from, all this. Like they're actually interested. And then go play a game, and you know, there's people from North Carolina just supporting you in the stands so it's really cool
0: despite losing the first game the rugs came back to win two more to qualify for the semi-finals game what was your mindset individually and as a team going into each game
2: my mindset was just honestly i enjoyed how we were being treated like royalty like i don't know about you but it was yeah. like we had three trainers who late night games if you wanted to go get stretched out we went and got stretched out if we wanted to um, to get ice on our arms after the game, it was it was ready for us in the end of the dugout, and that wasn't something like I totally took advantage of that, like took advantage of the opportunity of mm-hmm. everyone treating us like like we were like big league players. It was it was yeah. unbelievable. It really was. It really was cool because we had those people,
1: like you were saying, and you know, I every, before every game I got my wrist taped up. It was just
2: really cool, especially with Jax. Yeah, <laughs> our little bat boys. We had um, Jax, um, Wyatt and Will Acuff. Will Acuff, yeah. Um, but, I mean, also our per diem bumped up $18. Yeah. So that was good. That was, that was good. really Maybe cool. Maybe bought us there like, we go. There a, we go. a side dish, like a French fry or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, honestly, I think what really helped us propel, like, through those two games was just the same mindset we had in the spring. Like, keep fighting to see another day. Um, having teams that kind of came there and lost and – going away was sad you know it was very like emotional because you you all worked so hard to get here uh-huh. and you feel for that team who loses the first time in two games and they just have head home right away i know i didn't want like our whole team didn't want that
0: talk about the memories you have from the world series on the off day people went out to a cabin area thanks to our bat boys which was super cool people went to the mall an escape room so just talk about that stuff and any overall memories you have from that
2: week well, uh, I got one All right, go ahead. right away. Um, they gave us our own buses, two shuttle buses, like small oh, yeah. vans. And that was our form of tra- transportation. And it was our first time we kind of got our freedom to do what we wanted because of this. Um, usually we had a bus, and the bus was like, hey, I'll be there at 6 o'clock, and I will be dropping you off at 9. It yep. was very scheduled, but this was like, here are the keys. Go do, do what you do. want. Yeah, do what you want. I think a lot of the memories that stick out with me is, um, kind of taking in Jax, our bat boy, and Wyatt yeah. and Will. Jax invited us out to his dad's, like, camping ground. And like you mentioned, it was, it was a camping ground, you know, like big pool area, and it was kind of under construction, so it was kind of new. We had a ton of fun. It was it was a good time, like I said, to be a kid, to get away from baseball. But going to the malls and having people, like, <laughs> me and Harrison and I think Carter Mick were walking around the mall one time and a mom came up to us and was asking us questions. And we were like, yeah, we're kind of hungry. We just don't know like how to get anywhere. Yeah. We had no idea. Like we had to walk cause our coaches weren't driving us around or they were already out. And she offered us to give us a ride. Like yeah. we, I think we ended up walking to McDonald's, but like, that was the community we were in. It was just very kind. And yeah, they, just- they wanted us to like, they wanted us to be happy there. They wanted us to succeed there. They, they wanted what was best for us.
0: They wanted you to embrace their town. Yeah. And- that was super cool to see. Every there was billboards mm-hmm. everywhere. Oh yeah, every flags yes. hanging
2: everywhere. I think everyone like everyone there having kids come up and ask for your autograph or ask for a ball. Like that's what you did as a kid, you know. Like yeah. what you wanted to get a ball as a kid, <laughs> you know. You wanted to get an autograph. I don't know. They probably yeah. never remember who I am, but it was the impact of the moment that made that special. Yeah.
0: Before we wrap up. Let's talk briefly about the semifinals game versus Cheyenne. Ryan Clemente and Connor Johnson combined for a great pitching effort, and you, Garrett, had the tying and go-ahead hit in the bottom of the sixth. Talk about the game as a whole. They were a great team. Mason had the number one catch on SportsCenter. You were on ESPN. Garrett, you had the hit. Harrison, you scored. So what was it like? What did it mean to you to get that hit for your team?
2: I mean – It meant the world. Everyone wants to be in that situation, right? Everyone wants to be up in a situation to win the game for the team. And I said it on my ESPN interview, but I'm sure every single one of our players on that team would have done the same as me. That was an experience I'll never forget. But, I mean, it wouldn't have been possible without Sandy putting, I think it was a bunt down, after you had gotten on. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's a team effort. Like, that wouldn't have happened. Like, my hit wouldn't have meant anything at all. If it wasn't for them,
1: right? And then there's always Mason with that, like you were saying, the Sports Center top yeah. one. You know, we got Mason dog, yeah, we got dog. AJ dog,
2: Sandy dog.
1: You know, I could go throughout the whole lineup. Everyone's a dog, but you know what? The big bops showed up, and the big bops do what big bops do, and that's driving runs right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, our defense kept us in the game. Like we were, yeah. Our outfielders, our infielders, we, they were all making plays that kept us in the game. I mean, and then Ryan throwing a gem. Um, CJ throwing a gem like, those guys were putting their heart out on the line. Ryan was, Ryan was gassed and he was still giving it his best. I mean, it was like ninety three out and it was humid. It was so, so humid.
0: As you reflect on the season, what are you proud of?
2: I'm proud of just winning. The
1: state championship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. I went to Lincoln East for Lonick. I feel like if you are a baseball player who wants to win, I feel like you should do the same. Because, you know, I went to Lincoln East to win a state championship, and I walked out with a ring. So that's awesome. And I just remember sitting in center field, watching, like, everyone, like, all the fans go to their feet and, like, celebrate after the win. Like, I'll never forget that feeling. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, I couldn't have said it better.
2: Yeah, honestly, like, The whole national run was, that was something I'll never forget. But the uh, what meant the most for me, and what like reflecting on back on the season was, just the camaraderie and the friendships that and memories I've made. I mean, like you put me and Harrison on a mic for another hour, we could keep going, we could keep talking about stories, we could keep talking about just the funny memories and you know things we shouldn't have done. (laughs) <laughs> while we were out on the road and you know like yep. i mean it's it, the the team itself just that's what makes it fun that's what playing baseball is about yeah obviously winning the state championship that's probably probably the most important thing about our season in my opinion yeah um being on espn too that's pretty cool that was pretty cool
0: what does the support from the carpetland community lincoln community and even from the state of nebraska mean to you
1: it means a lot. I mean, back to what we were saying before, just representing Nebraska meant a lot. You know, seeing, Nebraska, or seeing on the scoreboard Nebraska versus
2: Cheyenne, was it? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool, and that's all I can say about it. Yeah, and I mean, the Carpetland community, like, bless their soul, we needed a lot of stuff. <laughs> we, yep. used, we used uh, their sponsorship um, wisely, but when we got to South Dakota, we, we had a really, really cold game i don't remember how cold it was but it was, we had all packed t-shirts shorts mm-hmm. you know none of us had pants or undershirts um for our games and it was cold and lana can call our sponsors like hey we need some gear like it's, it's getting really cold out so we went and went to shields and bought bought a few sweatshirts and yeah. arm sleeves and stuff to keep us warm and that support was huge
1: the the support was crazy. I got support from people who I didn't even expect. Like, I, my elementary principal texted mm-hmm. me and was like, hey, I'm watching you. Yeah. Like, keep going. Good job.
2: Like, people coming out of the woodworks and telling you, like, I'm proud of you. You know, people that you weren't expecting, obviously, but yeah. it meant so much. Yeah, it's it's an amazing feeling. And then coming back and having strangers come up to you and saying, <laughs> hey, I watched you on TV, or hey, I was supporting you. I was watching you at the local bar. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, thank you both so very much for joining me on this episode of East Baseball on the mic.
2: Thank you, Hope. Thanks, Hope.